Welcome to the Refuse Project. The Refuse Project is a place that we can have meaningful conversation in a safe place. We are your hosts. I am Pastor David. We got Pastor Caesar. Ha ha. We got James. <laughs> hey. We got some special guests in the building. We got my AKA Doppelganger. <laughs> Doppelganger <laughs> twin uh, Steve Baby. Sharp. We got a son of Stefan in here hanging out with us too. With the beat, Bon Esteban. Yes. Uh, thanks for hanging out, guys. Appreciate y'all coming. Thanks for inviting us. Yeah. <laughs> we know Steve's got a lot of church background, and uh, it's one of those things that uh, the other day he did um, he did uh, communion. Mm-hmm. And then this lady got up. She had to testify. You know, she testified in the first <laughs> service. She was ready to testify in the second service. And she said, man, that was great what Pastor said. <laughs> Thinking it was me. Uh, so it's just one of the things I get complimenting on, you know, playing the guitar and singing really good sometimes. You're very talented. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you do it all. Uh, so uh, we've come to the point where we just say thank you at this point. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. So we just say thank you for each other. What I moving. thought was is so funny about that whole situation. Is that somebody that was working with you on youth staff for years? When uh, he's been out of out of church for a while, out of the pocket, and then he came back to visit again, <laughs> and then. And then Steve over here walked past him, and then he like hit him on the shoulder. And he's like, "Hey, notice me!" And he, he completely <laughs> thought that you were him. Or he was, <laughs> I, I had a mask on. And okay. He's like, He's like, what, man? What? And I pulled the mask down. He goes, oh, oh, sorry, not David. <laughs> oh, man. And it's so I mean, funny right now. I know nobody can see it, but right now behind Steven, there's a TV, and we have the Island Boys right there. And, uh, you know, if you know, you know. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. just found out. And yeah, that's exactly what, yeah, just, to, just to put it up there, we're not just listening to the Island Boys because uh, I'm a real rap fan, <laughs> and that's not real rap. We're going to just X that out right there. Yeah, there he goes. So, Amen. Anyways, everything been good? Been pretty solid. Had, pretty a good solid. Week, had a busy week. Yeah. 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 I think we're going to get some more rain and cold weather this week. Looks like we get down in the 20s by I Wednesday. My, I got my fireplace right before I came here today. Yeah. Put some wood all in the fireplace, all ready, ready to go. I, got, nice. I, I you know, broke some sticks, got it ready. So now when I get home tonight, all I got to do we're on a we're on full on fast mode at the church right now that is true and uh and yeah some, a lot of people doing a lot of different things uh um not just one particular fast um, it reminds me you I'm, I'm one of the things i'm fasting is youtube and you well, just you're, got YouTube. <laughs> you're not doing it, you're not doing it. <laughs> so i guess uh but that, you know but that brings up an interesting question right and that's where i'm going with this it's that do you ever feel like whenever you've been on a fast, if you've ever been on a fast, but do you ever feel like maybe whenever you break it or whenever you just don't hold up your end of the bargain, you feel like that nullifies everything that God was going to do for you? Do you ever feel that way? I don't. I don't. As far as me, like the only time I ever break a fast is on accident, right? And it's normally the first few days I mean, I or the, the first week or whatever. <laughs> I just did. Um, but uh, I other than that, I d- <laughs> but the island boys. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what a way to break a fast. Yeah, yeah. You're going to hell. Worth it. Gosh. But I do feel you on this piece because if I'm dieting, like if I get wheat, you know, I'll stop and get a donut. And then my theory is 
Well, I'll just start again at the beginning of the week. And I'll just crush donuts the rest of the week. <laughs> uh, what, what about you guys? You no, I, I mean, I'm sure I felt like that when I was younger at some point. Uh, yeah. Probably more guilty, but... Uh, when I was a young fool. When I was, yeah, just a child. <laughs> yeah, last night, because we're fasting. In our family, we're, we really didn't get together and figure out what we're going to fast. Uh-huh. So Isabel's been fasting sugar, so how fast sugar with her. And then she tells me last night, she goes, well, we are going to a birthday party. <laughs> so I'll have a little bit of cake. Well, she and, put her on blast right here for And she kind of looks at me, and I went... All right, I'll join you. <laughs> the leader of the household here. So, all right. It's the whole Adam and Eve scenario, yeah. you know? And then, it's, and then I look at Deborah and I said, small piece of cake. <laughs> Tara came home on Tuesday night. She was cooking dinner and she comes home and she says, uh, she says, hey, I uh, I got you. I saw some of this banana pudding at the store, and I thought you might like it. And I said, no, Tara, we're fasting. Like, And it was like 6.30. I said, we just started like 30 minutes ago. <laughs> she was like, oh, I'm sorry. I didn't know you were doing yeah, anyway, I didn't. So it's just sitting in the fridge. I don't know what's going to happen. So is she fasting? Yeah, but I mean, she's not. We're not fasting the same stuff. So. Obviously, she's eating banana pudding, <laughs> and he's not. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, honey, I love you, but you're playing the part of Satan right now. <laughs> I think she's doing. More Have you read Genesis? <laughs> oh man, that is funny. Yeah. Well, yeah, everything's been good, man. I'm just kind of not looking forward to this rain and stuff. But fasting is going well. I think that. Um, we're seated in the church. We had mm-hmm. a good service today. Mm-hmm. Um, so, how many baptisms did we have today? Met seven, six, five. five. It was only five. I want to say five or six around oh. that number. He don't even have a mic. Yeah, he sounds better sounds, than you, James. Sounds great. <laughs> no, man, we're having technical issues today. Yeah, <laughs> got so some problems. So, we'll get back with you. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, man, it was awesome. I was I, I went and sat on the front row, man, because I think. Um, that that's one of the most important things that we do in church, you know, and then mm-hmm. it just upsets me that people just bounce Walk out. and leave. And, uh, they got to get to that lubies. Well, they forgot. They done forgot. You know, they for, they forgot where uh, when it was their turn. You know, when they when yeah. God saved them, when they were baptized, and uh, so. But that that group of boys, that boys. I'm getting old, Steve. <laughs> they, they, those young men. Youngsters. That group of young whippersnappers. <laughs> yeah, those, that group of young men have been faithful and they've been coming. And I went back, back, uh, backstage and high-fived every, all of them and was, you know, got them excited about being baptized because I was excited and I guess it just kind of rolled over. But, um, man, I think we just need to make that something that's super important. Um, you know, for their sake, for our sake, just so we don't forget about how important it is, and um, you know, and we should we should ride that high with them, you know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, all right, well, I guess let's just jump right into culture corner. Culture corner. I'm an island boy, <laughs> just trying to make it. Caesar's about to get completely replaced. Wait, okay, hold up. So you said that's like a big thing right now, but do, does anybody actually like like it? Like it, or is it all parody stuff? It's it's kind of this. I, I would describe it like you remember that uh, Rebecca Black song Friday. It's okay, Friday, gotcha. Friday. Like nobody took her seriously. Yeah, yeah. I but everybody that. sang it. Yeah, that's a yeah, good song. Yeah. Same, yeah, same thing. She actually went and got some vocal lessons, right? And she's like, she's killing Still it. Still bad. No, I, I don't think no, these kids are smart enough though. Like they're two hard heads. 
I don't know. There's something with their head. You know, they said that about six nine too. Well, he's he's still not good. Yeah, he's, he's, still, he's, he's still, still making hits percent? though. I mean, they're putting him on the radio. Yeah, so. but making hits is that mean like is that really? <sighs> it's padding his bank account, and that's what he's after. Like, if you're trying is to get rich, right now? Did he no, get no, out? he's out. He's, he's out. Right. He's snitching. He's getting the bag. Yeah. All right. And he's getting it. So, anyways, back to Culture Corner. I got some some news. Hillsong is back in the news. Oh, wonderful! All good they things. Are back. All good things. All good things. Um, pastor Brian Houston is stepping aside as Hillsong's global senior pastor. No, um, we. Well, uh, sorry, I didn't. But last we re- did report on this a while back ago, and he just kind of was like sitting down. But now he's stepping aside. He's stepping aside, and it's the, the the all the information has come out. Uh, he said it's been an unexpected season, and he's thankful for all of the community that he's been able to share in over the years on a on a video this past well today earlier today. <clears throat> you getting sentimental over there? No, I just, just needed some water. Uh, it says that he has a court hearing coming up, mm-hmm. and it's um, Pastor Houston is 67, and uh, he was charged in August with concealing a serious offense of another person. So basically what happened was back in 1970, his dad, I guess, had an inappropriate relationship with a uh, young man. Um, so, uh, this thing is going, I guess, Pastor Houston didn't report it to the police when he found out about it in 1999, uh, but he reported it to the, the AGs and over there and they went up and they reported it to their thing, but it never got back to the police. And so now they're catching, um, whiff of it and they officially, Filed charges against them. He said that he did not. He reported it to his people that overseen his ministry. He didn't report it to the, to the police because of the young man asked him not to. So he's stepping down. He's saying that the court hearings are going to take most of 2022. And the board thought it would be important for him just to focus on that. Uh, until all of that is over, and he is planning to take his position back in 2023. Yeah. So, Church politics, huh? Yeah, this is this was kind of, you know, this was this is a little different. When his dad died in 2004, uh, 82 years old, I think that he probably thought he did the right thing by reporting it to, you know, his overseers. Yeah. And they probably gave him the advice to do it. I mean, not to report it to the police, uh, and he was probably a young man at that point, you know. Wait, did he find out after his dad died? Um, <clears throat> yeah. He, no, he found out in 1999 his dad died in uh, 2004. And now in 22, now he's 22. getting in trouble for something his dad did in the 70s? Yeah. That his dad did? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because he knew? Assaulted 30 a years later in the 1970s. Yeah, and then right. and then probably in this you know cancel culture that we're in, it's probably more important for him to step to the side because right yeah. now and nobody's safe. Yeah. He did something you know decades back, and but he didn't even do anything, right? And we got to think that we also got to remember this is Australia, yeah. this is not the United States, uh, yeah. so things Statue are a little limitations. Yeah, could be they, a little bit different. They so. hold a grudge. That's crazy. Yeah. So um, he said that the the church said they are shocked at the allegations because they didn't see this coming. Uh, because it has been so long, and the, that they thought that they'd done the right thing by 
um, reporting it and the young man well, I guess he wasn't young at this point, but did not want him to. I guess he didn't want to go through this whole process now. Yeah, that they're making he didn't him want to do it. Yeah, he's but, probably got his healing and all that, and moved on with life, and now they're yeah. dragging him back into a place he never wanted to be. That's crazy. So, uh, yeah, and the church. I mean, that church is has the biggest spotlight of any ministry I think on the face of the planet. So, yeah, uh, so many praying for those guys because I mean they hey they definitely made. Um, a huge mark in our culture with their music and, um, you know, his messages and all that. And I feel like yeah. he tries to, to do the right thing, even though, like, can you imagine having to be a global pastor and try to make mm-hmm. sure people on the other side of the world are doing the right things? Yeah, I'm just trying not to sing the Island Boy song, <laughs> and I'm uh, nobody. Yeah, so uh, I think, you know, we we'll just pray for him. I know that uh, he's doing as best he can. I'm yeah. glad it's not me, though. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So. There you go. He'll song back in the news. To again. be continued. Yeah, we'll see what, how, it, how it goes. Yeah, well, I got another story for you. Another uh, another one that we've, uh, it's a repeat, repeat offender here on Culture Cor- Corner. Uh, but uh, it, it's not really an article. It's not really a story or anything like that, but it is relevant. It's out there in the social sphere, and it's uh, Kanye West. Yeah. Right, hey, Kanye um. West. And uh, I don't, have you seen anything on Kanye lately? He's he hasn't been really uh, showing a lot of good Christian character. I think that this, the divorce is uh, really getting to him. I think that his mental health right now is not in a good spot. I know that he wanted to be part of his his daughter's uh, birthday, birthday party, party mm-hmm. and they wouldn't let him in. Um, and that just tells me I think Kim's been really good with uh, trying to walk. With him through his mental health, and if he was, they're not letting him in. I feel like that he wasn't in the right state, uh, and they were just trying to keep it separate from the family and then try to have that good time with the daughter. That's my opinion. Yeah, yeah. It's just uh, I know that whenever he first came out as a Christian, a confessing believer, you know, I and and I'm on record saying you know I I want him to win at this. I really do, but I I do have my reservations, especially somebody that's. Again, another gigantic spotlight from pop culture and stuff. But and, and he was doing pretty good for a while. But but a lot of stuff that is coming out, uh, social media, TikTok, and all that. His, his new album release and drop, and people he's hanging out with again, and just yeah. highly uh, making it highly highly public. Um, things that he wants to do to Pete Davidson, and you know, yeah. I think he's broken, man. <laughs> yeah, he's got a broken heart. You know, I think he loved Kim. Uh, and then that, now he just bought a house two doors down from her, and then, and that was the thing. Like when they were together, uh, he was in Wyoming and in she was ranch. in L.A. Now he wants to move in a couple doors down and be the yeah. the father and the dad that he he wasn't, you know. Uh, but man, mental health is crazy. You know, we yeah. just we just got to continue to pray for those guys and all of them, him and Beaver and and that other crazy dude that uh, that just recently trying to walk his what's what was his name. Um, that's that Satan worshiper. Uh, his oh, you're dad. talking about little, little, little. Ah. Not little. Nothing little. The guy Not, back in the day, his dad was a pastor, and he was doing some like really hard uh, uh, rock music. Uh, we're thinking Alice Cooper. No, that like after Alice Cooper was him, and he had that. Marilyn Manson. Marilyn Manson. Yeah, yeah Marilyn Manson is supposedly. Who I thought you were talking uh, about that Marilyn Manson is supposedly trying to uh, walk his faith out now. Um, 
So these guys, I mean, they've they've they sold the soul to the devil, and now they're trying to backtrack. You yeah. know, and it's a hard road, man. Yeah. It is a hard. I agree. Road. I agree, and I do agree with all of that. I just whenever these celebrities come out, I think people are just so quick to take their the theology of the celebrity yep. as you know gospel and no we already have a gospel you know so just that, and i always have my reservations when it comes to stories like this so it's um you know for me i'm just like i i, I won't be on the bandwagon and say yeah let's go i'm all i'm all yeah. for, i'm all in for yay yeah. you know um but I, I don't want them to fail but i hope for the best but can you imagine if somebody gave you a a platform and a microphone when you first got saved, oh. and you was you was out there preaching the gospel. Nah, I've, been, I've been doing this for years, and I'm, nah, I'm scared I now. I still get down and wait for oh, you know, Miss Betty over there to come in there. Son, what you said? Especially someone who um, doesn't have a uh, firm grasp on what you should and shouldn't say. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> yes, mm-hmm. yay, yay. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he has problems keeping his his tongue in check a, a lot. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just one of those things, man. It's it's hard to it's hard enough to walk your walk out in front of your church instead of in front of the whole world. You know, yeah, so, yeah. But they, you know, we'll pray for them. That's it, man. That's all we can do. Mm-hmm. All right, I got a song for you. Blessings from Brighter Days. I know there's gonna be some brighter days. I swear that love will find you in your pain. I feel it in me like the beating of life in my veins I know there's gonna be some brighter days I know there's gonna be some brighter days Oh, ashes fall from burning dreams Oh, never live through times like these
gonna be some brighter days I swear that love will find you in your pain Blessing, brighter days That's a jam, nice little, uh, what, do they, what do they call that? Ballads? Is that a ballot? Ballad. A ballot? A ballot? Yeah, ballot or You cast a ballot. You listen. <laughs> <laughs> I really like the, um, I really like that. Um, so I'm not a fan of John Legend, right? Uh, because I feel like his voice lacks treble. Ooh. You know? Wow. Yeah. And now oh, we're you do. Wow. I'm like yes. a super, oh, well, I say a super John Legend fan. I love the way he sings. Well, yeah. He, I, I mean, he can sing fan, it's fantastical. Yeah, he's a great singer. <laughs> but, uh, but I, <laughs> but I think that, keep going. Uh, go ahead, keep going. <laughs> I think that it's, it's uh, too boyish in here sometimes. Yeah, <laughs> shout out Julie Jr. Yeah, um, hey, they're hating. I got no hate. All right, go ahead. <laughs> no, I just think his voice lacks some treble. You know, I, I think he can sing and all that. Very I'm not interesting. He's, he's not monotone or anything like that. Like he's very talented. He's incredible. He's incredible. Yeah. You know, I'll give him props. He's incredible. He I, finds the one thing he lacks treble. Yeah, like what who, does who it even finds mean? I lack treble in somebody's voice? It <laughs> just. People that care about music. <laughs> what, let's let's say you were his vocal coach, and you told him like, "Hey, bro, turn the treble up. You got to get some more. Like, what is he going to even do? Look, I, his accolades speak for themselves. I get it. You know, Grammys and Tony Awards and all that stuff. Like, yeah, I get it. He's fantastic. Okay, come on, John, but, just but, turn up. But the just, <laughs> but, but for my taste, his voice itself lacks treble i whenever he first came out i'm like maybe it's your radio bro you need to get rid of the a track maybe it's my ears maybe it's my ears maybe it's just my check your equalizer yes Uh, i don't know i'm not i'm not a fan i'm not i'm not really a fan but uh i i I don't know he just doesn't do stuff i'm all that interested in but same uh, thing with beyonce for me everybody's like man she's amazing she is amazing but i get it i like her videos Oh, yeah. oh. <laughs> you should see his eyes right now. Yeah, wow, they popped Goodness. out of his skull. You heard that one, Julie? <laughs> we'll Good. Have to talk later, Stella. <laughs> yeah, just, uh, <laughs> just joking. Yeah, treble. Or you not. know. Hey, you know, Megan Trainer came out with that song. It's all about the bass. I'm all about that treble. <laughs> there it is. Don't think that one's gonna make it. Uh, <laughs> moving on quickly. All right. Well. Brother Steve, How, what, what, what do you go by in church, Brother Steve? Uh, David, the, David, <laughs> <Pastor> David. <laughs> uh, um, if it's Brother Curian, he calls me John. <laughs> I like John, the one that works at, at church. I guess so. I don't know. I even talked to John. John's like, oh, I don't get it. I don't see it. <laughs> Steve or Stevens fine with me. Oh, I like oh, that. Man. Well, Steve has Steve's had a long history in church. How old are you? Uh, we're in. I'll be forty two this year. He's had forty two years of history in church. He's so much younger than you, Dave. I know so much. It's yeah. One of these days, we're going to have to get somebody that's older than me on this podcast. Good luck, <laughs> <laughs> Pastor Ron. We have to bring him back. He barely beat you. <laughs> <laughs> He's like twice my age. <laughs> Get Dell in here. Oh. Yeah, yeah, but uh, you know, we um, 
We were talking uh, a couple weeks ago, maybe even last week. I don't know. When was, it? was it a couple weeks ago or last week? You asked me last week at Waterbury. La- yeah, there Waterbury. it is. Last week Shout at out Waterbury. to Waterbury. Yeah, before the fast. Um, and, uh, you know, me and uh, me and Steve here, we always have fun conversations about church people, church things, and things related to church. Mm-hmm. And uh, he's as opinionated, if not more, than me. So, Doubt it. Yes. <laughs> yeah, that's so, uh, so I. I really appreciate the conversation because everybody else would just give me the Christian answer. Well, you know, pray for him. No, he will. We'll, we'll oh, heck no. We'll, no, no. We will die. Lay hands, hands on Lay hands on them. Like, no, we're going we gonna to have to pray about praying about him. Yeah, yeah well, we, we dissect the problem. And uh, we have fun <laughs> conversations. So I was like, hey, what do you think about coming on the podcast and talking about silly church things? And that includes people, places, <laughs> ideas. Come on. Actions. <laughs> I got two pages. <laughs> yeah, you guys is, can't and, see, and but all he brought this, a book. All the, and actually, this, <laughs> what's, crazy is, one, right? yeah. what's crazy is this is the book I use for work. <laughs> so I did this during my work time, oh. and no one I work with is going to listen to this it's, anyway. It was worth it. Um, it's two pages of just quick little notes of you know things to remember, um, but I could have kept going. <laughs> Well, we got an hour. Yeah, yeah. Give yeah, us just, real quick before you jump right into that. Just give us kind of some some street cred. What, what have you done in ministry in your long forty two years of life? But not longer than David. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I actually started out as a, as a church janitor. There you go. Um, like a little, like literally, at age eleven. Oh yeah, I was the church janitor was and the a, church sound man. Was it a crappy uh, job? Same time, did you wash your yeah. hands between? <laughs> yes. Um. It's, uh, I bet it was. I just trouble. got that. I'm sorry, yeah. dude. Like, yeah, it took me a second. You're missing that button, man. Yeah, yeah as it. as a sound man, I like oh, treble. Yeah, so. he like treble. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, so I've also been um, a youth pastor. I've been a Sunday school teacher. I've been a children's church pastor. I've been um, an associate pastor, worship leader. Um, I've I've done everything but women's ministries. Mm. Well, um, did, did, I, I, I don't identify for that yet. <laughs> did you lose your hair while you were a youth pastor? Uh, the ministry, actually, what's crazy is the. It's kind of hard to to convey, but I used to kind of rub my head in ministry and going, and it's usually going, "Good grief, oh god," oh, or or I'd start rubbing the back of my head. So then I realized at age 25, I'm going bald in the front and the back. I used to do the same thing. And then I decided at one point, because I, I just, I was tired of, you know, going and getting my hair cut. So I just shaved my head. I, by the way, did not tell my wife. She was out of town. She came back in. Then she found out. Um, it was the best move you ever made. Huh? It was the best move you ever made when you shaved your head? Yes. The only thing is, though, it's, it's like I can't go back. Yeah, because when it grows out too far, it's you know my forehead should not be way back here. Yeah, mm-hmm. and yeah. this is kind of where it starts now. Uh-huh. And then I realize I'm going bald. You know, he's like behind his also. ears for you guys. Yeah, that can't. yeah. So, so he's pointing way back there. You know, it's just like you know you scratch your forehead above your eyes. I can scratch mine. You know, <laughs> way up here, <laughs> middle of his head. So it's a five head. So yeah, it's uh, I'm, I I like it. But I was talking to someone today. There's a trade-off for that, you know. So I said, "Well, you don't have to get your hair cut anymore." I said, "No, but I spend more on razors and shaving cream." Yeah, you gotta shave it all. Mm-hmm. I spend, yeah. you know, it, I spend another ten, fifteen minutes in the shower. Do you? Do you? So you go all straight bald? Yes. Yeah, I don't do that. I just hit it with the clippers. Yeah, <clears throat> Sandra doesn't like the uh, total bald feel. 
So I just leave some stubbles up there for the, her. The Steve Quayar look. <clears throat> Shout yeah. out, Steve. So she can run her fingers through my pricklies. Yeah, now, his head is shiny. It's very yeah. shiny. That's the thing. I don't know if he buffs it, what he it did. is, but. For sure, he does. That's just straight man butte. Man. You know? Like, not everybody can have that. No. So no, he's can be a, like a special type of man to have that man he is a special Steve uh, Quay are always uh, the love doctor. In case you don't <laughs> love <laughs> doctor, uh, he always uh, reminds me of the Newsboys, the uh, first singer that they had, Peter yeah. Furler. Oh wow! <laughs> always, I can see that. Yeah. Always, wow. that's good. I'm with. Yeah, guess so. I agree. Shout out to Steve, man. He just did some work for me. He's a, he's always in charge of uh, putting our. Uh, our giveaways away for the 3D Love Conference. So, he's a good one to do that. Oh, man. He's, he got some good ones. So if y'all like dinner cruises and uh, night on the town, and, I mean, yeah, it's going to be some good stuff. So y'all make sure y'all come out 3D Love Conference. Come and dine under February the moon. February 11th to the 13th. <laughs> under the moon, listening to your favorite John Legend track. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Turn up the treble. Hey, so James, you had to come because you all loaded up what last time we yeah, had it, right? I'm a winner, man. You are a winner. I win things. <laughs> I, uh, <laughs> I don't win every raffle I put my name in, but there's always a pretty good chance that it just might be me. I've only, you know, we've been doing those like giveaways at our church for years. One time in my entire life have I won something that was this last year. I got so excited, I almost embarrassed myself. Mm-hmm. Well, I haven't won a thing since <laughs> yeah. I've been there. Yeah, yeah, when we went, when we did the, was it the first one that y'all did? The second one, I the think, second one when you came. Yeah, and uh, yeah, so uh, we won like three. Yeah, every time things. we pulled the number, y'all was winning. And Tara, I, I, didn't and Tara, know, I didn't even know we gave that many tickets away. Tara was like, <laughs> Tara kept like trying to, uh, she was like, maybe we should give this one to somebody else. I was like, Tara, they didn't win. <laughs> <laughs> we won. <laughs> I said, Terry, you're married to a winner now. Get used to it. This is what we do. <laughs> yeah, so anytime we put, uh, there's a raffle or something, I say, Terry, I, I got a good feeling. I think she was, you really might. And then, like, half the time. But that's just your family, you know, uh-huh. uh, Ben. No, oh Ben doesn't win those things. Yeah, but, like, you know, he he's the kind of guy that you take to, like, uh, one of them carnival game yeah, things. Yeah, no, he and, will win those, yeah. for sure. If it's a random, useless skill. He's got. He's those. like, bro. I went last time, and I just uh-huh. got. I just got a Batman guitar. Yeah, you know, I don't know where. I, I figured just, out how to do that game. Yeah, yeah. I just threw the thing in. They were, hey, hey, you want a guitar? Which, yeah, yeah. He'll he's, the, he's the only guy that can throw the rings on the bottles. Yeah, yeah. He's that guy that can just for whatever reason he'll, he'll so he's whatever the thing calling. is he'll practice. He should have been a carny. He gets a fish. Yeah, he's good at it. His hands are too big to be a carny. I don't know. Well, I guess it depends on his uh, carny position. I actually worked at one for a weekend. <laughs> you used to work at a carnival? I worked at one for a weekend to raise you did, money you for You didn't have that on your list while ago. You said no, you used to work not. to raise money for missions? I, raised, for I worked at one for a weekend to raise money for missions. Wow. So everything I got went to uh, went towards missions. What kind of carnival was this? <clears throat> a small little town, Podunk town. Um, and I ran the little one where you did the uh, the darts to throw to yeah. to break the balloons. Yeah, uh-huh. and, and they taught me how you know you screw people over. Yeah. Um, and because the lady goes, you're you're blowing those up way too big. Those are way too big. <laughs> you need to let air out of those so they bounce off. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm going. And it's kind of like wink, wink. You know, like, oh, okay, I I get what we're doing now. And I'd, I'd look at the darts going. That's bent up. That's that's. Re- I mean, there, there's blunt, and then there's blunt. Yeah. Or oh, you've yeah. you've worked it to be blunt. Yeah, yeah. So, but yeah, all that was all that went for missions. 
So did you win? Like, <laughs> yeah, did anybody so, hit the? So what did you win? You win the earnings you made, or the, the like? How much people won? <laughs> they paid me a percentage each night of so. how much. You scam people. Yeah. <laughs> um, praise the Lord. All for Jesus. Scamming <laughs> for Jesus. Yeah. Um, no, I mean, I walked away with about, I think, 80 bucks for the weekend. It wasn't going to be a lot. So Yeah, too many balloons. Too much air in the balloons. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, hey, I'm there to make money. <laughs> oh, man. That's awesome. So your days back as a toilet cleaner, sound mm-hmm. man. Uh, give us the give us the, the story that just jumps off the page right off. A goofy story? Yeah. Uh, God, it would have to be. Um, it would have to be the woman that farted in church. Oh yeah. Now, Wait, you sure it wasn't a woman? No, she did. I mean, I make habit of that. No, no, faith no, no. filled flatulence. Huh? Yes. Oh, there we go. I so. Like that one. That we're we're the, just that could be the title. Of <laughs> 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 do it. Do it. <laughs> It's going to be the next podcast. <laughs> so no, we're um, this was a little church, and really it was a two car garage had been converted. Mm-hmm. the The benches were, and this was the late eighties. The benches were already forty years old. Someone had wait, wait. So you had legitimate benches in your garage? In that garage, yes. And someone had actually made forty years ago, and that was in eighty seven. Wow, <clears throat> the kind that creak when you sit on. Oh yeah, they're, they're they're. I mean, they've been shellacked so many times. Mm-hmm. Well, she sat with her with her. She sat, you know, towards the towards the wall, and she would sit with her leg up on the the pew while while the the sermon was going on. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, she's at Pentecostal church, uh, basically. Mm. And so uh, she was wearing a dress. Yes. Mm. And uh, my, modest. My dad's in the middle of a sermon. All of a sudden, that was a machine gun. Yeah, but the, it, drive the, by the fart was loud enough. But now it's being amplified because it's on this this pew. So it's like yeah, <laughs> and you know that wood gives you really good treble response. <laughs> There's I'm also John Legend. John Legend. <laughs> There's no padding in this room, so it echoes. So it's like, and at that point, everyone loses it. This is the middle of the service. This is the middle of the sermon. I I don't know what point my dad was on. He could not get them back after that. He tried his best to keep going, and and she lost it. We all lost it. Did the lady try to deny it or? Anything? Oh no, she uh, owned up to she it. Just she just like, lost Sorry. it. Like, kind of like that was me. Like we know <laughs> <laughs> there was no one else that could be because you're the one of the only two people on that side. It's <laughs> a whole new definition to spirit wind. <laughs> oh, jeez, man. Better keep that button. I know. I keep it warm. <laughs> wow. So that's the thing about small churches, right? Yeah, like things happen, and everybody knows. Yeah. We had in our in the old church before we moved to the new building. Uh, James, I don't remember you might have been too little. Yeah, you was you probably wasn't born yet. Yeah, long yeah. ago, long, yeah, long because I was ago. little. Yeah. Uh, we had this, um, you know, it's oversized lady. I guess you could say healthy, healthy, very healthy. It doesn't sound like she was very helpful. We was uh, we were doing our praise and worship. Everything's getting going. Uh, her and her healthy family sat down and collapsed the whole thing. Yeah. Oh, no. yeah, the whole thing. Sucker went down like dominoes. You know what I'm saying? Just mm-hmm. da, 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 all the way the whole roll all the way down. Yeah, it was 
uh, quite funny um, <laughs> to us little kids that were cr- crawling under the rope. I'm sure it was funny to everybody. And no, you guys are the only ones that were allowed to laugh. Yeah, because we were little, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. But uh, yeah, it was. It was. Uh, everybody else had to say, "Oh my gosh, you okay?" But you what, could did just- you ever get in trouble in church? All the time. Yeah. yeah, I got in trouble. I just was just telling somebody this the other day because we was looking at all those pictures that are hanging on the wall of the, in the old church and stuff. And I was one of the pictures. I was just like, I was sitting right there when uh, Pastor Ron called me out for talking <laughs> because the youth used to sit in that first couple rows. And I got my butt whipped so bad for having the pastor call my name. Yeah, that's a problem. Um, and then another time, my Uncle Steve. Uh, he came. We, me and Wade, were talking, and he came. There wasn't even enough room for him, and he just sat down between us. And then Pastor Ron was like, "Thank you, Brother Steve." And I was just like, "Yeah, I'm dead. I'm, I'm dying again." Mm-hmm. <laughs> Did you ever get in trouble in church? I don't think I ever really got in trouble. I mean, I know there was times that uh, my parents, one of my parents, would like. Uh, be mad at me for something and threaten to like take you to the bathroom or something. But yeah. I don't think I ever gotten like, like I don't think there was a Sunday school teacher that got onto me or a pastor that got onto me or anything. Like I don't think I ever. My had parents that. followed through. Yeah, no, usually, mine would follow through. Yeah, but I could. I can't. I don't even know why they would be mad at me. So my dad didn't go to church. I'm gonna blame it on Ben. He was probably messing with me. And <laughs> yeah, that's, provoking you. Yeah, yeah. So take that, Ben. My dad didn't go to church, so we would just uh, we would act crazy and then. My mom would always threaten, but she wouldn't like follow through because she knew my dad would beat her tail, mm. and so she didn't tell. And so, yeah, yeah I, I love my son. He's three years old. And, you know, three year olds they'll uh-huh. just blurt out whatever. I think the threes are worse than the twos y- y- for him. Yes, that's <clears throat> definitely the case. And you know, we we were at church, and you know, we crossed somebody that didn't smell too pleasant. You know, and my son, no filter, just at the top of his lungs. It smells like toots. <laughs> <laughs> At least he said toots. Yeah. He could have used a lot. He, he could have said flack. Like we just <laughs> like <this> is, <laughs> yeah. Whatever. <laughs> smells like toots, and we just like, oh man. Well, that's why you need to stop doing that, son. Yeah. <laughs> man, that's wild. Um, so, flatulence aside. Uh, what kind of, uh, what kind of other stories you got that maybe are, that, that are on the silly side? The silly side. Um, pull that book out. They're, yeah, they're almost, they're almost all silly. What'd you do at um, work last week? <laughs> you don't want to You don't find my job boring. Don't worry about that. Did you um, say what you do now? What your job is? Did we um, miss that? No. Um, real quick. I work customer care. Um, I do shipments for marine for marine ships. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, let's let's end it there. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> that's, cool. that's that's a whole other podcast that no one's going to listen to. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> there was a guy at that same church who uh, uh, he he had his doctrine wrong. He thought there were seven holy spirits. Mm. Okay. Mm. And don't know where he got it from. Something he misread. But that same guy at a at a church, uh, he had a church work day because our uh, <clears throat> at that same little two car garage church, we decided we needed a fellowship hall. So we got a mobile home. Mm. Okay, pulled it in the back. So that's our fellowship hall. So whose house is this? Actually, the church owned that the the house. <clears throat> the church owned the house, and the house was was the parsonage for the pastor. Okay. And uh, there for a while was also 
our fellowship hall. His and, living room? Yeah. Or the hallway to the bathroom? Uh, actually, all of it. <laughs> um, but in this church work day, they're having to build um, a platform to get into the mobile home. Where is this at? In North Houston off, Le- off Mesa. Okay, that makes Mesa. sense. Yeah. Mm-hmm. North side. And mm-hmm. uh, so they're, they're building the platform, and they're building a ramp for, for uh, wheelchairs. Mm-hmm. And this man comes out, and he goes, Pastor, want to make some coffee? Um, do you know where the coffee urinal is? <laughs> and my dad goes, what? Well, I want to make some coffee. I'm looking for the coffee urinal. He says, Was this guy in prison? No. He's like, <laughs> he's like, Frank, what are you talking about? He goes, I want to make some coffee. I need to, I need to find the coffee urinal. He's like, you mean where you put the grounds? No, we're talking about those old metal ones, mm-hmm. the, the aluminum ones. And he goes, do you mean an urn? <laughs> The, the 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 grounds where the where the urn where you put the grounds in yeah yeah what was the difference mm. and then taste this, and then there's this, um, <laughs> that um, the urn is in the kitchen okay yes. <laughs> wow I remember those big are those are those the ones that percolated uh huh yeah we used to have those all over the church yeah that's crazy percolators are cool yeah yeah I like them yeah I wasn't a coffee drinker back then. I just recently become a coffee drinker, I guess, the last five years. Yeah. There's oh. probably some fancy uh, coffee people. You know, the what's the coffee uh, called where they use, like, the cat poop? Mm. What? Oh, no, that's yeah. It's called a urinal. It's super Yeah, yeah super I was going to say, they probably they could brew it through the coffee urinal. Yeah, I, it has, it has a name. I don't remember what it's called. No, have you ever tried it? No, I haven't tried it, but it's, like, it's super expensive. It's like a, it's like a delicacy kind of version mm-hmm. of coffee. Yeah, like monkey brains. Well, I mean, it's not that crazy to think about, is it? I mean, you know, we, whoa, we use whoa. we use manure to you know grow our food, or we don't eat the manure. <laughs> we don't boil it, drink it. That's a secondary. Yeah, story. Just, can you imagine just squeezing them, <laughs> getting it out. Delicious. I don't know, especially cats because they're carnivores, right? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, mm. vegetables unless you give them, give it to them. Mm. Yes, no. <clears throat> Anyways, uh, that's crazy. That's crazy. Yeah. You know, my uh, my first pastor always used to say that. Um, you know, you, I mentioned this the other day, but that you need uh, you need good word for a church to function. You need uh, good worship, <clears throat> and you need good food. Yeah. Gotta have good food. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If you don't have good food, then people aren't going to come back. That's why I don't know if I'd ever go to a white church, man. Let's just be like... Well, let's talk about that a little bit. Okay. A white church. <laughs> yeah. Characterize for me a little bit. What's a white church and what's white church food? I don't Castle I don't know if I've ever been to a white church. I mean, like the only white church I've ever been to, I was little, and then our church turned not white. What would you call our church? It's kind of a mix right now. but Yeah, but I think it's a... little browner. Mm-hmm. It's an English-Mexican church, I would think. It's got at least 50% Hispanic, mm-hmm. but it's not a Hispanic oh, church. I no. think that number's a whole lot higher. <laughs> I said at least. Yeah, yeah. I think mm-hmm. we're like 60 70%. But it's not, a, it's not like a Hispanic church. No, it's not Hispanic. That's what I'm saying. It's an English-Mexican church. Yeah. That's how it, ex- it English-Mexican. It. Well, I would you heard des- it here. I would describe <laughs> white church food. Like casseroles. It's got to be casseroles. Casseroles, but casseroles are overrated. 
But the taste is bland. Bland. Yeah, because it's a casserole. You know, we had this guy and in, in, in the youth, we do... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Have we not... Because there's a casserole. Have, we not, have I not talked yeah, about how ridiculous no, 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 casseroles are? Why is anybody even making them still? Tell us. No. They're not that good. No? Why? It depends on who makes it. There's no... A casserole where it's like, oh my gosh, that casserole He's was picking amazing. Up his microphone, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, well, we're getting technical difficulties. They got to get it at the right angle. What What's the best casserole you ever had? Green bean casserole? No, no, no. Come green, on. Green bean. Green bean this thing, what's the best casserole out there? It's not going to be that good. It's not going to be better than like <laughs> having broccoli some. Cheese broccoli cheese casserole. Broccoli cheese casserole. This like, why are we guy. bringing this to all the things? Like, hey, did you, this is going to be amazing. Hey, did y'all get some of that broccoli and cheese casserole? Like, come on. No, I got the Just ham. bring me a pizza. <laughs> pizza casserole. Bring me a pizza. Let's make some burgers. Let's pizza casserole. Is that I mean, a thing? No, it's not a thing. It's probably better than all these white people casserole. <laughs> Do you ever get mad like I get mad whenever it's like somebody doesn't bring that one dish and the whole family's disappointed? Not if it's a casserole. <laughs> no, it's a casserole. It's like, Who? they forgot the casserole. Oh, no. Yeah, we had that. We had that. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. Um, we had that uh, issue last, the year before this past Christmas. Somebody didn't bring the something, something and just everybody was just like, what happened? I we didn't have this certain food, and I was just like, "Oh, didn't didn't miss it." Sorry. This is why I was saying before that like Thanksgiving food's overrated because most of it's casseroles well, and it's white people food, good. pilgrim food. Yeah, not that good. Why don't we update the recipes, people? So, what would you go for? I'm gonna go for mashed potatoes. I'm gonna go for some rolls and the pies. So, carb it up. Carb it up, dude. It's a yeah. holiday. I think you just hate that pan. I hate that pan. I'm just he's so angry about I just, casseroles. The reason I'm so angry about it is because people keep talking about them like they're great. And they're just mediocre at best. And yeah. nobody will just say they're not that good. You know what's worse? Even that? Whenever like somebody passes away. They keep bringing them. It's like somebody passes away. You know, somebody passes away, and, they're, and they're, all, they're the one that always brings that particular casserole. So now automatically, just because they died, now that casserole is propelled into this legendary status. And then you're it like, wasn't that oh, good. Wait, oh my goodness. It's like, where's the casserole? I mean, it was so good. And people yeah. talk about like yeah. that. So good. Yeah, yeah. No, it wasn't. Yeah, I'm sick of pretending things are amazing when they're like a solid four and a half. Like John Legend. John Legend. <laughs> Whoa, 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 whoa. John Legend is way more than a four and a half, bro. All of you. I mean, that was a four and a half. <laughs> hey, that, was, that was a pretty good joke. That joke gets a seven. <laughs> You're starting to become like Pastor Ron, just saying it like it is. I had somebody come to me this last, oh. this last Wednesday and tell me about it. He said, man, I tried to join the choir, but then Pastor Ron just told me. Oh, no, no. So I got the story today. <laughs> so we had this this guy that come up and uh, he volunteered in our area, you know, the media area. So he comes up and he was just like, yeah, uh, and he was just like, hey, you know, we, we, we've been trying to get a, uh, some more help because we've been kind of thin and. And he comes up, he was just like, yeah, you know, I'll help, you know. And we, so we just like, okay, let's start out in the camera. He was just like, yeah, you know, I've been bouncing around the ministry to ministry. I was trying to help in the, you know, wrapping presents for this one ministry, and they kicked me out. They said I wasn't good enough. And he says, then I want to join the choir. 
And uh, he said, I went to choir practice and started singing. And he said, after practice, Pastor Ron called me. He goes, hey, hey, son, give me 15 minutes. And he says, I think I can help you get kind of where you needed to be. He says, after five minutes, Pastor Ron says, I think uh, you just need to go check out a different ministry somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, uh, that's my grandpa. And I said, you're going to work out perfect here. We'll take anybody. This is the place for <laughs> This is the place. I said, I'm half deaf, and they let me run sound. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's why we ain't got no trouble. <laughs> it's all about the bass, baby. Now the bad thing is I'm going to go to a choir practice on Wednesday going, who was it? Uh, yeah, who's, yeah. Who, who's not here? Just, look on the, just yeah. see the new guy on yeah. the camera. <laughs> hey, he's probably gonna do a great job on the camera. I'm sure yeah. he is. I'm sure he is. He, and we he, need the help. Anywhere. Yeah, he did a good job today. Um, Luke said that he was asking a lot of questions and he was excited about being there. And and he and he said something. He said something that was really interesting. He said. <laughs> You know, I could have got church hurt, but I didn't. He yeah. said, I'm just trying to find a place I can serve. Yeah. yeah. And I think, man, if everybody would take that same attitude, because you're not always going to fit in in every ministry. Yeah. And that's why I tell people, if you if you want to go find your calling, serve. Find a place where you where, where you fit in, where you excel and all those things. And that's what this young man's doing. So, yeah. man, I, I, I applaud him for not yeah. being and church that, hurt. And that's why this topic is, I think it is important. Because, yeah, we might be talking about silly things things but these silly things people grab a hold of them and they allow themselves to be church hurt they yeah. allow themselves yeah. to be you know to to take on the identity of the joke or being the butt of the joke and then they're like that's why i will never go back to a church again mm-hmm. and it's silly to people like us because we're like come on get over it move on it, yeah. it was just just take it for what it is and move on yeah you can't cook <laughs> Your casserole's not that special. Your casserole's <laughs> mediocre at best, okay? At best, at best. Okay, look. That's why should... we just go to Luby's instead. <laughs> he always he gets so excited when he brings up Luby's. He I love Luby's, bro. He's got this smug. Of... I love yeah, Luby's. smug. Okay, hey, look, listen. Smug. Just, since we're talking about food right now, uh-huh. let's just talk about these prices, bro. Which ones? Food prices. Well, if you're spending money at Louis, I got no. No, no, no. For so you. we went to no, 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 no. With this Mexican restaurant right here on 146 and I10. Man, what is the name El of it? El Toro. Not the El Toro. I like El Toro. Um, anyways, not Johnny Tamales. Johnny Tamales. No. Went to Johnny Tamales. No. There's, not, there's not a lot of choices out here, so we had a, we were on a, like hey, a Gringos term. just bought some of the Johnny Tamales, so some of them are going to get better. So just because just because you're you know some family member made the casserole <laughs> no longer here, James, it doesn't make it okay. I'm, I'm not saying they're great. I'm saying they're probably going to start getting better because they just acquired them. Well, check this but, out. Uh, so, Santa, this is for lunch on a Saturday. Sandra and I, we got. Uh, fajitas for two, beef fajitas for two. Yeah. Oh, you we got, got beef, a, dude. That's where you. Yeah. We got a a, a, a queso, two drinks, and then Luke got something. I forgot what he got. Don't the, say the price. Let's guess. Yeah. Oh, I'm yeah, gonna guess it was probably it was probably what like, tip? What tip? Okay, no tip. We got to get because I don't know how much you tip. Okay, I tip good. Um, so we're gonna. You said beef fajitas for two. Yep. You're talking like. Almost forty dollars. Okay, you got two like sodas, mm-hmm. so that's probably like three bucks a soda. So we're at like forty five ish. And then what else did you get? Another entree. Another entree. It was called a sea dog or something. I don't know. Was it like a it was, chicken? It was seafood. It was seafood. Oh, oh, seafood. So that was probably like an eighteen dollar plate. And you. So we're at 
a little over sixty, and you had a queso. I'm just gonna say seven bucks. It was probably it was probably close to like seventy five bucks. Seventy five. That's my answer. Before tip, seventy five. I'm gonna say sixty two forty one. With tip ninety two dollars. There you go. I nailed it. For lunch. Who's worked in the restaurant for six years? (laughs) You better push that button. Yeah, just. Oh, it was so much funnier. Yeah, no, they just raised it. They keep raising the prices at my restaurant too. Especially great. beef, right? Beef is going yeah. outrageous. Well, the problem with uh, gringos is they won't. So most people, or I don't know, most people, a lot of restaurants is they'll keep their price close to the same or barely increase it, but they'll just get like worse quality uh, beef or whatever the thing is. Right. But gringos is like, oh, we're nice, you know, we're keeping the good quality, which you know teach your own but because of that the beef fajita is like insane yeah. they just raised it up again it's uh I, I think for two it's like 43 dollars or something like that yeah this the the fajitas were uh 41.99 yeah um where we're getting ripped off though <clears throat> we being the employees is if you uh if you're an employee and you get a free meal uh since i've started there again so a little over six years uh you got uh, $12 off in value. You can get whatever you want. You couldn't get beef fajita. You could get it, but you had to pay for it. Um, again, because it was the most expensive thing. Which, by the way, side note, if you go, like when you went and bought beef fajita, uh, they probably didn't make any money on that beef fajita. Or they might maybe made like $2 on that $40 thing. Right. The beef fajita is just to get you in the door. They make money when they sold you a three. Three dollar soda that cost mm-hmm. them and a quarter. That ten dollar queso or whatever it was. Yeah, yeah, that cost them sixty cents to make. That's how they make their money. Yeah. But uh, anyway, uh, we get twelve bucks off, right? Which used to that would get you like eighty percent of the menu, besides like specialty stuff. But now the like, prices keep slowly going up, slowly going up. They don't give you no more money. But yeah, we still only get twelve bucks off. So now you got it. You know, you'll get twelve bucks off. But you <laughs> so if if I pay something, if I ring up something's fifteen bucks, I'll get the twelve dollars off. I got to pay three bucks. Whereas before, I wouldn't have to pay anything. Right. And so now there's like five items on the menu that I can get. You know that hurts him too. Uh, yeah, dude, that's a big deal. For <laughs> he me. said, "That's in my budget, man, not to pay for lunch." Yeah. Like that's anyway, and one, that and one of the deal. items that's available is a casserole, <laughs> <laughs> Mexican casserole, enchilada casserole. <laughs> Couldn't just have enchiladas, man. Well, bringing it back to the silly church thing, I always get on food well, somehow. Well, with food or whatever, I remember this was before I came to Elam. I went to a uh, fellowship meeting in Leesville, Louisiana, right? And it was a it was a nice little church, probably about. Uh, probably a buck fifty with members membership and going there, so it was good. It was good. You had um, people that were uh, other churches that are part of that organization. They would go there. So, by know. the way, hundred and fifty best size church you can have. Mm, Not too small where everybody's all in your business, but small enough where you know just about everybody. It's that Goldilocks church. Mm -hmm. So we uh, we go there, and uh, I'm excited because I don't I don't think I've ever been to Louisiana by this point. So we go, and uh, they have uh, it was a great service fellowship. uh, afterwards in the fellowship hall, they decided that they wanted to cook for everybody. So I'm like, man, we're going to Louisiana, and you know, it's there's brothers in Louisiana, you yeah. know. So we get there, and sure enough, they didn't disappoint. They made smothered pork chops, mm. you know, they had all the fixings, mm. and then they also had collard greens. Ugh. And I've yeah, never, I think those are overrated. I, I never had collard greens before, <laughs> you know. And and like my my background, my background. Uh, you, uh, I've always been around black people, right? And in yeah. high school, I, I went to a small high school in TSU. So it's, you know, I, I was always there, always around it. 
uh, and I was excited to try collard greens. I was like, oh man, you know, soul food. Yeah, let's do this. So I get there and I try the collard greens. Oh, they were bitter. Yeah. They were bitter as death. Yeah, good. You know, and I just, I made a face and somebody got all mad at me, you know, because they're like, you know, they cooked for you or whatever. It's like, yeah. I can't make a face. Yeah, no, you, you know, can't make it, the face. Yeah, no. it, it was just because it, it took me by surprise on how bitter, but also it was salty. You're like, you, you know? guys have been bragging about this? Yeah, yeah. That's what I'm like, saying. Like, we still didn't even name a good casserole that's worth <laughs> bragging about. What, what is the casserole? breakfast casseroles called? I mean, those are all right, too. Breakfast casserole. No, but right. there's like the, there's a certain name that my sister, well, it's kind of like a fancy one, I guess. Uh, those are good. Yeah, I mean, they're fine. <laughs> <laughs> but that's it. I know what I'm getting him for Christmas. <laughs> You're going to give me a casserole really dish. mediocre casserole. <laughs> recipe thing. Oh <laughs> and it's gonna it's gonna be equivalent to the John Legend of casseroles. It's just they're all either not good or yeah, it was fine. Okay, so in in memory of uh, Miss Jean Russell, a couple years ago, pastors' conference, we're all you know after the after the night service, we go upstairs and we eat, and we're all sitting. Anytime, anytime that Miss Jean's around. I'm trying to get a piece of it. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm going to sit down. I'm going to talk to Even if I'm not talking to her, I'm going to sit a couple. She's uh, going to say something. Yeah, I'm yeah. going to sit a couple chairs down so I can just like lean in and listen. Something. Um, and and then, then towards their, her you know later years, she always had young people around her. Young people. Like young, y'all's yeah, age. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and uh, we were sitting there eating. And somebody turned her on switch off. Like, just, she was eating, and next thing I know, like, a hand fell to her shoulder, and she was just turned off. And I was just like, oh my gosh, Miss Jean just died right here at the table. You know, and I didn't. She's asleep, or what? What do you mean by turned off? You know how you turn a light switch off and lights go out? Okay, but she's got her eyes closed. Yeah, she just, just she went, I know y'all can't see this, but this is how she was eating, she went like this. Like one of those marionette puppets. <laughs> yes. Like just somebody turned her off. Okay, so she's and off. For like 30, 45 seconds, like everybody jumps up, you know, we're about to like lay her down, you know, call Pastor Mark, come over and do CPR. Um, and then like as soon as we all like get around her, start pulling her chair out, she turned back on. What? Why y'all around me? And I'm just like... <laughs> Wow, this is some crazy stuff. And then we just sat there and chilled the rest of the night. Like it was like nothing happened. Y'all weren't like, hey, you were unconscious. Yeah, she was just like, I'm fine. Well, and then okay. she pulled her, her plate back towards her and started eating again. Must have been the casserole. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was so mediocre. I just put her to sleep. It was. I didn't know. I don't know how this started, but apparently at some point, because I sat by her a couple times uh, during the that same pastor's convocation after service thing. And uh, Micah and the youth would come up and sing happy birthday to her. Yep. Every year. And it's and not I, even close to her birthday. I didn't know that, though. And so the first time that happened, I was sitting at the same table. She's a, They're like, everybody, we got a special birthday in the house. And everybody's making a big deal about it, clapping and stuff. And I'm sitting there, and uh, I'm like, Miss Jean, it's your birthday? Like Crunk on Emperor's New Groove, you remember that? <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and uh, she's like, it's not my birthday. I don't know what they're doing. I don't know what they just do. And I'm like, what do you mean? you do-? And, and they all sing the song and go, and I'm like, what are you talking about? And she's yeah. like, they just do this. And I was like, so it's not your birthday. She's like, it's not my birthday. I don't know why they do that. They just keep doing that every year. Yeah. And, uh, and she's, I don't even remember if she ate that, the cake or not. That, that was my fault. That was 
was a <laughs> It's always a huge bachelor's fault. But it was so much funnier. Like, hey, listen, when this I would be a out. great idea. Let's go sing happy birthday to Miss Jean. Um, right? Is that how it happened? Yeah, yeah. Well, that, that year, the way that all happened, I, I don't remember all the details, but I know that uh, this was the time because Micah spearheads it, uh-huh. right? So I was gassing him up. Hey, go do it. Go do it. Go do it. You know, and then he was like, all right, I'm going to do it. So he <laughs> gathers everybody together. And uh, we've been talking about that. We actually talked about that last month. Like, you know, whenever she passed, we're like, who are we, who we going to sing that to now? Oh, man. Yeah. It was Start so singing to Glinda. I, I think he asked he asked her but I, I don't know I think we're planning something there yeah. so uh, we'll, we'll see we had a, we was in the old church one time and um, and y'all might have seen him around Pasadena uh, you've been in Pasadena very long yeah so we were in church one time and uh, <clears throat> Pastor Ron's preaching the old church before we got into the new church and this man he comes in with a Mickey Mouse mask like a a um, Halloween mask, and he had these uh, shoulder pads from uh, like a football player, mm. and like soccer shin guards. Was it Halloween? No, no, no. This is like August. <laughs> you know, it's just the middle of the summer, <laughs> and a homeboy just walks in and sits down, like <clears throat> like everybody else is dressed <laughs> like him, and uh, so. You know, Pastor Ron. You know he's such a he's such a professional. He just goes on and just does his thing. And but you know the red the red coats are just like, what do we do? You know, do we just like like do we provoke him and that he might freak out and and uh, so. Of course, nobody's listening to Pastor at this point. You know, we're all <laughs> trying to figure out what Mickey Mouse is doing over here. Well, come to find out, he had like a motorcycle sitting out front with like it was like. Like decorated like a Ninja Turtle looking thing, and Homeboy was just inside, just going to church with a mask on. With the mask on, and they finally like went over there and uh, you know tapped him on the shoulder or the or the shoulder pad <laughs> and uh, asked him to go to the back. I don't, I don't ever remember what happened to him, but yeah, Homeboy just walked in and. Wearing his that Sunday was, best. That was really anticlimactic. I was <laughs> waiting for it to find out what I was Mickey did. My, I was talking to my coworker last week, and he uh, he told me that uh, he's a deacon at his church. He's over head of security, big you know corn fed white fella, six foot five, uh, older. He's up up there in age, but uh, he goes to one of these country churches or something. And uh, he said he had a young black guy walk in. He just had a duffel bag with him, and then everybody was freaked out on the security team. <laughs> and then he was just telling me these things like, yeah, so we went. And go talk to him you know because we don't know he could be hiding ak-47 he's like well that's oddly specific you know but could be having nothing you know but but, but let me pose yeah. the question to you guys in, whenever you get these oddity situations right you let them stay in church or you swarm them or anything else these days i think you have to hit it face on <clears throat> i think you do well we had one a few years ago where the guy was acting crazy and so the the red coach went over there and started talking to him and pulled like a three foot sword out of his pants. Yeah, I was standing yeah. right next to him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think I think you have to be safe. You know, as a as leaders, we have to be responsible for the whole flock and not just you know just the one crazy one. Um, Keenan was telling me the story that on like a Monday, this guy pulled up, left the truck running, and asked him if he can go in and pray, and. Um, he goes in the sanctuary and kindly curses out God and throws in the finger and gets in his truck and leaves two black marks in the parking lot and heads out. 
You know, so all right. Then. You, you have any stories, crazy stories like that? <clears throat> he probably has some more uplifting <laughs> stories than we got. You know what? Um, I'll be honest with you. We could do a whole other podcast <laughs> of the crazy crap I've seen that's not good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'll give you this one. This, this one, this this one will stay with me for the rest of my life. So we we start pastoring at a church in North Houston in New Caney. And this particular church had never had an Easter egg hunt. The former pastor didn't believe in them. Whatever. <clears throat> so it was getting close to several months before Easter, and my dad says, we're going to have an Easter egg hunt. You know, bring the community in, a good chance for us to, to, to minister to the young kids and also minister to their parents, you know, chance to get them into church. Well, the, he had to kind of explain this whole process to people. You know, what do you mean by, you know, we have an Easter egg hunt? So he's explaining it. He's, and every Sunday, you know, hey, we're going to have an Easter egg hunt on Easter. Have an Easter egg hunt on Easter. <clears throat> and I believe it was bef- the week before, this lady says, um, Pastor, can my family uh, take your family out to lunch this afternoon? Oh, man, I've been there before. And he's uh, like, well, sure. It's never good. It's I will never forget. We drove to Humble to the Jade Palace. Which is still open. I'm, I'm going to take my kids back there. Whoa, whoa, whoa. The Jade Palace? The Jade Palace, Chinese restaurant in Humble. Okay. Just sound like, like a nightclub or something. He looked around the, road, the room like, you guys know the Jade Palace? The Jade Palace where you, you get a free steak. <laughs> yeah. I, was like, I, I was just like, wow, this uh, this lunch just turned <laughs> round. <laughs> so spicy. <laughs> Okay, so they go to the sorry, 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 sorry. So I had a former life. That's fine. Got <laughs> a flashback. <laughs> no, so we're we're sitting there, and we're having lunch, and it's it's a nice lunch, and and the lady says, Pastor, can I talk some business with you? Mm. He says, Well, sure. Can I tell you how to run your church business? She pushes her plate back and very dramatically, <laughs> she grabs onto the table and begins to cry. Oh, wow. And screams that I'm not going to scream it as my but she screams this at the top of her lungs. What does an egg have to do with my Lord? <laughs> <laughs> my sister, who does not have a poker face, lost it. <laughs> and how old are you at this this time? Twelve. Okay. And I'm like. Margaret's then lost it. <laughs> my, mom, my mom grabs my sister. Talk, come on, it's time to go to the restroom. And this woman just continues. <laughs> you must go now. You be here for an hour. <laughs> yeah, my dad. My dad just never loses his cool. He looks at her and goes, "Absolutely nothing." She goes, <laughs> "Huh?" <laughs> so he goes through this whole process of explaining to her why we do an Easter egg hunt. You know, the the small eggs and the small little animals represent you know new birth and. It's just a way to get people into the church so we can tell them about the real new birth. And she's just, you know, I was just so concerned, you know. I just didn't know what it was. And, and to this day, I've never forget that moment of, you know, she makes a spectacle out of what could have been a very simple question. She didn't even have to go to lunch. No. no. She, she, she could have done... saved some money. Did she pay? Yeah, I would Yeah, they paid. Pay. Okay, yeah. um, sure. Well, but, I bet your husband didn't say anything. It's one of the, their what, family. What are, one of those relationships is like, yeah, I'll go, honey, but I whatever. Their family didn't flinch. 
Yeah, they it's knew. like yeah, this is normal. Yeah, she always those. asks the family I members mean, to dinners. What can we? We need to talk. <laughs> we need to talk. Wait. Yeah, and I've I've, I've had some of those. They're too. like, here she goes. Here, here, here goes mom. Yeah, here mom. It's time for the entree. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Yeah, there's there's some nutty people in church. There when, are. When we planted our church, that that everybody's advice was listen. Watch out for the crazies. The crazies always come to the new church in town because they've been kicked out of every other church <laughs> yeah. in town. So they're going to come to the new church. And I was just like, no, stop. That, that doesn't happen. And then here they come. And you're just like, oh, this is what they were talking about. Taking you to lunch. The church house is like a magnet for the loony. Yeah. It, it, it is. It, it's like, and some people that are probably listening to us are like, man, you guys are so judgmental. It's like, look, you probably have never served in any kind of ministry yeah. as far as leadership, and you have to deal with this. You have and to if have, you can't figure out who the nutty person is, it's probably you. Yeah, Ooh. exactly. <laughs> Oops. Facts. Yeah. Now we're preaching. <laughs> the, um, so what about some funny what about some funny like maybe sermon titles or things that happen within a sermon? Oh yeah. Um young pastor full of zeal, not a lot of sense. Pretty typical. <laughs> is preaching, you know, you got to you, you, you got to search after God. You got to go after God. You you got to go after his word. You got to go after after him in prayer. You you got to get after him like a rooster in a hen house. <laughs> oh wow. Yeah. And, the, and the pastor's well, going no, 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 no. That's no, not what we're doing. That's not what we're talking about. That's one of those Baptist churches. <laughs> the pastor has nine kids. <laughs> or the one that misunderstood um, basic anatomy and was speaking about when Abraham uh, circumcised his household. And he misunderstood what foreskin was. He thought he thought that they were cutting the forehead, your foreskin off your head and on your arms. And and then again, uh, the, the senior pastor's going no. forearm, forehead, skin. <laughs> That kind of makes way more sense. It's, uh, it's, it's very logical when you do it. I'd be yeah, much more you know, willing. I was, I, was watching, I was watching this video one time with this UPC pastor, and he was preaching, and he was going on. And I guess they was having this problem in the church where the ladies were cutting their hair. And, uh, God forbid. Yeah, oh, they were no. cutting their hair, and he wasn't having it. And he was preaching a message about it. And he, then he, he was just getting really like ramped up in his message. And he kept telling him, I know. I know y'all got hair in your drawers. I know it. <laughs> <laughs> and he was talking about like, like hair pieces that they added on to make it look really, but it didn't come out that way no. at all. No, you know. it Yeah, so. Wow. <laughs> Yeah, there was the guy that. Um, yeah, hurry, just yeah, tell quiet. another one. <laughs> Sounds like a hairy situation. For you. <laughs> I had some interesting uh, prayer requests though. When we, when when churches used to take prayer requests from the audience, we just always just like very, out loud. Yeah, like hey, pastor, pray for this. Yeah, okay. Like, is there, are there any prayer requests? Like like what you would do in a Sunday school setting, but we used to do it in church. Okay. In the garage? <laughs> no, this this when I'm growing up, this was in the, all of our churches. Okay, um, and was y'all non denominational? We we're, we're Assembly of God. Assembly, okay, yeah, same thing. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> it was, I mean, basically, so, in some cases, yes, yeah. Um, I mean, like the format of church, basically, that's what so I was meaning. We were 
what was it? There was a lady stands up and she says, would y'all pray for my dad? He's, oh God, he's farting real bad. <laughs> and it's just, oh God, it's real bad. You don't need to pray for him. Uh, there was the lady that prayed for, sit up and said, they're going to remove, they're going to remove my daughter's third tit. <laughs> Uh, tomorrow. <laughs> what she meant was her eight-year-old daughter had a we growth. Had, we had bleep I button over here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> she had a growth. editing and tough here. <laughs> Leave it. We talking about foreskin. <laughs> hey, okay, we're talking about things people said in church. Yeah. Okay? Oh, and I'm keeping it clean. Yeah. Oh, you I've ain't heard, us the dirty ones I've yet, huh? some testimonies where God just it got you really know, testy. You know, you, yeah, you, 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 you got to go after God and leave all that. Beep behind. No, um, so, what do you think about custom pastors? I think it's entertaining. <laughs> in, in all honesty, I think we need to get a grip. Yeah. Okay. Um, because there's there was some video that somebody showed me of a pastor, you know, cussing people out in really? a sermon. What about and, the one that punches them in the stomach? You seen those? No, I haven't seen that. No. Oh, that he was healing people and he ended up punching this dude and almost killed him. Punching him. Yeah. He had the anointing punch, that right oh, hand. Anointing yeah. punch. Yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> Did anybody get healed? Did yeah, he was healed. Like broken ribs? Well, that was the thing that he was like, supposedly like people were getting healed, so he kept doing it. And I think this, this old demon was stubborn, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Pastor, my foot hurts. When you, break, you break their finger, it's like, yeah, does it still hurt? <laughs> this kind comes through prayer and fast. Yeah. <laughs> You're... Your daughter this morning when Pastor was talking about uh, – uh, not your daughter, your sister, your daughter. Uh, she was talking about, you know, if somebody comes in here and says that, he said, you know, I'm going to let you know. With, you know, And he was acting like he was fighting. And your daughter was just like, yeah, holy in spirit. <laughs> Hold her fist up. And I was just like, oh, wow. I had a guy uh, tell me he's a he's a pastor now, but he he was telling me that one of the wildest things that he saw in a church was the the pastor was preaching over uh, Jesus calling the Pharisees a brood of vipers, right? And uh, and then he was getting on the congregation talking about you know you you're showing the same characteristics, you're snakes, you're snakes, you're professing yourself to be something that you're not, and God and blah 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 all that, right? And then somebody in the audience, lady in the audience. It's me. <laughs> it's me. And check this out. Isn't that not even the crazy part? It's me. She got on the floor. She slithered all the way up to she the She slithered oh, oh, the altar. Oh. Oh. oh man. Talk about a slithered to the altar. Have you ever been to one of those churches that, that do the snakes and then oh. there's really wild and no, run no, around no, no, and no. We, you know, back in the back in the day there was some of that running and stuff going on in church but they these guys were like the snake handlers yeah, the snake handlers, no, no, and they no. were like like flopping on the, the ground, and you know, laughing uncontrollably. But it happened every week, and like every day of the church, it would yeah. happen. You know, so I think these guys just got used to that the way church was, so that's what they did. But it was uh, quite interesting. Now, laughing in the spirit, I'll never get it. I'll never get it. I don't yeah. understand it. Yeah, it doesn't happen too much anymore. I kind of get it. I laugh at stuff. I'm a in laugher. the spirit, not, though. Not, I, well, no. <clears throat> no, but kind of. Um, because whenever something hits me like really good, whether spiritually, it can be anything. Whether you whether you explain something to me, and, <laughs> he's uh, trying to convince himself spiritually. Look, though? Look, I'm trying to think of the right words. No, we're talking about spiritually. <laughs> I've done it before, where like I was wrestling with whatever, trying to come up, like trying to really thinking about whatever, and then God will like he'll just like whatever the words are, he'll like. 
he'll just put them just right in my head. I'm like, oh, that makes perfect sense. And anytime I have those like, oh, moments, like I laugh. I laugh like at uh, uncontrollably. I just I bust out a laugh. I'm like, oh, I know. I'll smile for you know thirty seconds and I'll laugh. Not like I'm not like. Ha, 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 well, but like what, it's more like a smirk and like a. Oh, oh, that's <laughs> no, good. no. But these people are like an hour yeah, long. Yeah, no. I, that's why. Ah, ah, that's why I said no, but kind of. But can you really laugh for an hour if it's like I don't know, man. Like no made up. <laughs> No, but I, I laugh. It has to be spiritually to laugh at some of that stuff. The way they do. Are people crazy? When, when I've seen it, there's usually a big tension in the church, and there's a move of God, and that and laughter releases tension. Uh-huh. I've never seen it go an hour. Yeah, I've seen either. it go ten, fifteen minutes. Yeah, and then it dies down. I had, uh, I remember at one revival, this this guy was you know laughing in the spirit, and the pastor just walked over and said, "In the name of Jesus, has to stop it." Because you're a rebuke, you are a mocking laughter, mm. and that you and he was just and he even stood in the pulpit and distinguished the two. Wow. He said, "What happened over here was godly laughter, a release of of tension that this person had in their life. This was mocking." Wow, mm-hmm. that's interesting. <clears throat> the craziest one I've ever been with was my uncle. We was in a, a men's retreat, and um, my uncle's he he grew up in the old church. You know, went through heavy, heavy discipleship. Um, probably, I don't know if anybody knows the word that I know better than him. Just a very intelligent guy on top of all of that. So when he studies, it's, you know, he's, he, he has a really good grip of the word. And, uh, but never spoken tongues. And he was in his 50s and always desired it. You know, always desired it and never. I think sometimes he's so smart that. That got in the way of mm-hmm. just just letting letting it go and just letting the spirit take over. Um, but we was at a, a men's retreat over there in uh, Dunbarry, Danbury, and uh, we were praying for him. Me and his son were praying for him, and uh, he's beginning to speak in tongues. <clears throat> and not only begin to speak in tongues, but continue to speak in tongues for two hours. Wow. Two and a half hours, but not just in tongues. He traveled the world in dialect, and you could hear it as he was traveling the world. And at one point, he got on his face and shoved his face into the floor where he was smashing his nose into the floor so much that it it was like rubbing it raw because he said that he was in front of the uh, at Jesus feet. And then he was trying to get so low because he was in the presence of God that he couldn't get any lower. Mm-hmm. And it went on for so long, we were like, he ain't never coming back. Like, he, he's not coming back. Like, church stop. Mm-hmm. Everybody's throwing horseshoes and out by the fire. Homeboy's still la 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 la. You know what I'm saying? He's still there and still going. And so me and my cousin were just sitting there like, Okay, when do we call the ambulance? You know what I'm saying? It's one of those type mm-hmm. of things. That, um, but his life changed after that, you know? Yeah. It was crazy. It was yeah. absolutely well, what, nuts. What did he say after that? He just began, you know, he was just telling us how, you know, the Lord has, was putting him in front of different nations and different things like that. And that's when his dialect was changing. Yeah. It was crazy. It was absolutely nuts. And then when, when we were just asking him, because at one point he was grinding his face into the ground. So we was like, went over there to like, 
not let him tear his face up. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And then afterwards we were asking him, he said I was in the presence and I was at Jesus's feet and I was just, I couldn't get any lower. I felt like I needed to get as low as possible and I couldn't get any lower. Yeah. And you said that was at a men's retreat? Yeah. Yeah. And retreat. I get stuff like that. Whenever it's those kind of events, I, I believe that there is a, there is a, 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 a permissiveness from the Holy Spirit to have very special encounters like that in those contexts. When you're talking about a Sunday morning church and somebody just going, ah, whenever pastor's trying to preach, like like you said, that's a mocking laughter. That's something that's meant to disrupt service. I remember being in a, in a church conference. This was in uh, Hannibal, Missouri, right? And we were there and uh, the pastor was trying to preach and this lady just in tongues just... He stopped everything, just looked at her, and he said, lady, he said, the spirit is subject to us. So the spirit, that's what the word says. You know, mm-hmm. you control it. You can say what, what you want to say, or you can hold it back. You can restrain yourself if need be. Let things be done decently and in order, and now is the time for this God-ordained service, and you are out of order. Yeah, I have a message I haven't preached that. It's about speaking in tongues. And kind of some of the fears of speaking in tongues that like we're not going to be able to control it. I've never not been able to control my speaking in tongues. Now, I fought God because I didn't want to speak in tongues yeah. out loud, but he allowed me not to do it. Yeah. You know, now that's my bad. I was sinning because I, I wasn't obeying God, what God was asking me to do, but he didn't force me to do it. Mm-hmm. Um, there was an incident we were sitting in um, in church uh and right across the aisle was there's a family that sits there, and there's quite a few of them. And there's just the, one of the aunts was sitting there, and she was going on about whatever it was. I can't remember exactly what it was. And Pastor Ron got out of his seat, his normal seat, while Pastor, uh, uh, I think the worship just had ended, and we just like that that piece right there where we're going from communion to all the rest of the service. And he sat her down. He's like, "Look, you're you're being a distraction." You know, that's not God. Mm-hmm. And I was sitting there going, oh, my goodness. Mm-hmm. You know, um, but we have to have people like that in church. And, and pastors, you know, he's respected enough where he can bring that knowledge and that understanding that and set people down. Right. If we did it, it would probably be one of those things where it wouldn't be respected enough, you know? Yeah. But, end up uh, on a Yelp review. But we probably wouldn't have, we probably, yeah. <laughs> Tell us about that real We quick. probably wouldn't have done it with this much grace. We'd be like, woman, sit down. Like, you know what I'm saying? But he's got so much grace. Tell, tell us about our Yelp review real quick. <laughs> Elam Church. Yeah. 3200 um, <laughs> South Ritchie, Houston, Texas, 77017. Come and visit us. Is there a specific review that y'all are talking about? Oh, yeah. yeah. He looked up yeah. our Yelp review. Why, yeah. why did you oh, look it up? First, it first of all, why did you look it up? Only reason I ever looked work well, slow that week. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was funny because a church we used to Supply we chains. used to pastor at. I looked at the Yelp review just to see what it said, and someone got the wrong place. They were meaning to uh, to to give a review for the Mexican restaurant across the street. <laughs> they ended up on our church saying the best enchiladas I've ever had. <laughs> <laughs> I had to look enough. over that and look over like. <laughs> oh, it is on our shirt. That's who they're talking about. But no, um, someone had made a comment. Said I went here for the first time. I sneezed, and no one said bless you. <laughs> Five stars. <laughs> I don't think they understand how the fi- the stars thing works. Yeah. Oh yeah, I'm going to get them. Five stars. Uh, so in our business, the 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 whole review thing is huge. Like mm-hmm. if you Google my business or whatever, that those ratings yeah. are they mean a lot. Mm-hmm. And uh, but I've I've had a battle with some people. Um, 
they there's that's their job. Their job is to do reviews uh, on businesses and stuff. Mm-hmm. I don't know exactly how it works, and because I had like three or four that I've never had customers with, mm-hmm. and uh, so secret shopper. Yeah, it's like this whole secret shopper deal, and um, come to find out that it was just kind of the, what they did, and they went around doing reviews. And they got paid per review, going out and doing things, but they they got the wrong one. Like you have. You have to actually interact with me. You yeah. can't go buy a can of beans off my shelf and say they were bad. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, so it's interesting. Yeah, I, I need a. Is that the, how many reviews do we have? Quite a few, and only three are negative. Really? the The other two just annoyed me. What were they? What were they like? Um, and and I can see the person sitting. Oh, I probably their, know one of them <clears throat> sitting at their at their at their computer, pushing their their glasses up, going, "I am going to tell them exactly what I think." I don't know who she is, and uh, <laughs> it said basically the word of God used to be preached at this church when Ron Nissen was there. Oh yeah, it's not now. I talked to her about that and already, I, and I wanted to write back and go, "Ron's still here." Uh, yeah, <laughs> if it wasn't being preached, he'd get up and leave. You know what I don't understand about those people, and I think me and you talked about this is um. I've had to talk to an- another guy and his family that there. They was always causing issues, and he came up to me and he was complaining about stuff. And I did, you know, when I was youth pastor one time, I did, you know, my, my youth were over there, and we just came back from camp, and everybody's excited, and and they were all being rowdy, and was that it was that service after camp that the youth do, uh, did on Sunday nights, you know, and I think yeah. we do it on Sunday mornings now. Uh, but they were over there, and I gave them the whole H town, you know, mm. finger, and then and then there was like. Two paragraphs on Facebook how I was a devil devil worshiper because I did the devil sign and, ah. and all this stuff. And so I confronted him. I was just like, bro, you're not going to get away. You can get away with it from a lot of people, uh-huh. but I'm just going to talk to you about it. Like, yeah. we're going to talk. Hey, me and him talked me. about it. And then he was just talking about all the bad things that are going on in this church. And I'm like, why are you here? Yeah. I feel sorry for your family. Mm-hmm. Oh, should have said that. <laughs> Boy, he raged on me. And uh, I was just like, I said, listen, don't get upset. But if I was that unhappy, go. Go find somewhere else. But the problem is he's already been everywhere else. <clears throat> yep. yeah, yeah. And the the ones that he left or the ones that he got kicked out of. Yeah. You know, so it's one of those things. Um, and his kids were prospering at one time, but he got in the way of that. Yep. You know, and he told me, "Well, I'm gonna, I'm gonna pick at this place. I'm gonna sue for every dollar that I put in the offering plate." I'm like, "Bro, just do it for your family and find somewhere you yeah. can be happy." If, if it's the same guy that I think you're thinking, oh, about, is it is? Uh, he he got in my face and he, yeah, same he, one. He, yeah, he threatened to uh, to punch me. Yeah, and, yeah, same uh, one. And uh, yeah, sounds like it, a good Christian. Oh yeah, no, no, and yeah. awesome, awesome Christian. Yeah. You know, he's Sunday school teacher, best <laughs> best I've ever known. You know, and, and uh, you know, but another one that knew his Bible. Yeah, okay. you know, yeah. another one was that. I mean, I don't know. He's like, I'm the pastor of my house. I'm like, okay, oh, well, yeah. then that means that you've, you know, you got three people following you. Great leader, you know. It's, it's come on, man. Yeah, it ain't funny to me. Nah, I don't, I don't do well with that. And people tolerate it. I, I have a hard time. Listen, man, I came from the streets. Like we, yeah, <laughs> we'd look at things head up, you know. And it, I think that's the best way to do it. Um, just this. You're a real island boy. <laughs> I'm the island boy. <laughs> From the east side of Houston, baby. You know, I never hear about these confrontations in Crux. No? <laughs> no, because... Just you, a different group of folks. Because there's there's Jesus all over them, on the yeah. back, on the arm, on the chest, on the back. <laughs> it reminds me when Isabel's phone was, uh, I think, stolen, and uh, we were at the, a parade. 
And someone said, well, why don't you get some folks from, from Crux to go help you find it? And, you know, and I was like, no, because I don't want anybody going back to jail. Right Bro, now. <laughs> you need to call Chevo and Julie. They uh, whose phone got stolen? Layla's, Layla's yeah. phone yeah, got stolen, I remember that. and they went and found that sucker, man. Yeah, real quick. Yeah, they that was crazy. Too. Did they hit you up? Yeah, they were like, "Hey, you know so and so that was there? Did you know?" Did you, and they were asking for numbers and all. Stuff. Oh yeah, they, they went out. Down. They tracked it down, yeah. man. So if you ever need something sniffed out, Didn't get they Chevo. get it? Like they knocked no, on no, the no, guy's they got door, it. right? Oh they yeah. yeah, yeah. They found him, and Humble was apologizing how he was just going to give it back, and he was just looking for the right person and stuff. So. Yeah, that's yeah, interesting. Funny Crux story back yeah, years ago when I was serving. Anyway, I wasn't making fun of Crux. I love Crux, and yeah. I think they're doing a great job over there. I love Pastor Anufo and everybody over there. So we did. It was the first. It was the first Crux prom, right? <laughs> you took that. Right? Yeah, yeah. It, 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 I don't know how that happened. It was some leadership Whoa. meeting that was taking place, and a prom. Yeah, a prom. So the whole idea was because you know a lot, a lot of people that do come from the streets, they didn't graduate, they didn't, they didn't uh, do any anything like it. So it's a kind of a way to relive some of the youth that they missed out on. For, makes sense. For, yeah, yeah, and, and it was good. Everybody came out. You know, it was a it was a black tie event, and people showed up, and it was really nice. So I had the uh, privilege of DJing that night. Okay, I was a DJ, right? And it was cool because I, I set up all my uh, all my gear and all that, but I also put it's it nothing uh, by worship. Uh, music. Uh, no, 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 no. <laughs> Electronic drum, but it was John Legend and all that stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. minus the yeah. trouble. Yeah. <laughs> I, I set up a little electronic drum pad too, so I was playing along with the music as hey, it was going. Go. So I was getting it, man. You know, DJ Panda. You know, DJ it, it, Panda. It's, it's that's what it was. There we go. Oh, oh, turn up. <laughs> so, I'm an island boy. <laughs> and uh, you know, when the night was kind of winding down already, there was this there was this guy that uh, a homeless guy that lived on the streets. I don't I don't know I don't even know if he's still alive anymore, but his name and I think he was dubbed this way by your grandpa was Whiskey Willie. Oh yeah, uh, I haven't seen yeah. Whiskey Willie in a while. I haven't seen him in years. Yeah, you know, but Whiskey <laughs> Willie he was always you know around. Yeah, whenever I every once in a while he comes in on the back row. I oh. want to say he introduced himself to my grandpa as Whiskey as, Willie. Yeah. I, I could totally be wrong about that. And but. and because uh, I, I heard the story from somebody else that your grandpa said he's like, well, you know, his name is uh, he said Whiskey Willie, man. <laughs> <laughs> it is what it is. That's what he said. It is what it is. Um, and then he was always hanging out with uh, right in front of Dina's Donuts, yeah, uh-huh. right, right there. Yep. Uh-huh. So and anyway, he drops by. Uh, for the prom night and we're mm, like you know that didn't smell very good no no but you know we sit him down you yeah. know we sit him down we give him a plate of food so he's over there just <coughs> just grubbing down and all that and everybody's having a good time and stuff so there's this lull in, in the night so I, I decided to play uh, Journey <laughs> <laughs> don't stop don't stop believing <laughs> Man, well, I don't know what whiskey was. Oh no, night. the beans got to him. I don't know, man. But he he goes up to the altar and he starts weeping and lifting up his hands and singing "Don't Stop Believing." <laughs> and I'm like, I'm just looking at him, like, what's going on? Did like, you just like replay, just like loop it? <laughs> I was speechless because I was looking. Don't stop believing. And he was just lifting up his hands and worshiping, like you know, he was doing the seaweed. <laughs> yeah, whenever people worship, they lift up their hands and move to side to side of the seaweed. And I'm like, well, I'm not gonna stop his praise. Yeah, I mean, don't but, stop. But but, don't <laughs> stop. but but to journey, you know, like hey, you know, I guess whatever floats your boat, whiskey. He came into church one time. Oh my gosh. This guy was smelling so bad. And um, 
you know, what do you do? You know, it's one of those things that people were getting up because, I mean, it, it was bad. It was so bad. And I even got up and set me and Sandra, we was trying to do the pastoral thing and, mm-hmm. and you know, tough it out. She, she said, David, I can't. I just, I just can't do it. So, um, Willie Brown, he came over and he was just, he was talking to him or whatever and just, and he was just like, Cut the whole, you know, bug eye thing. Like, yeah, it was it was thick. And next thing I know, I don't know where he went, but he came back with some perfume or some cologne, and he was standing behind them, just missing them, just lower blessing. He did like a half a bottle of cologne on this dude is from anoint- behind, is it anointing him. <laughs> Man, you know, somebody, another funny story, uh, somebody that we had on the podcast, Stephanie, Stephanie, yeah. right? Well, her dad's a minister and, uh, and he is uh, just as animated as she is. Are you, right? drink, are you drinking this water down here? Because uh, I've been drinking the same water. <laughs> no, there's nothing in here. I know. Oh, no, never, never mind. Here. It's so weird. <laughs> I thought we was drinking on the same bottle the whole night. Got the COVID. <laughs> don't worry. Uh, my, don't worry. Ahead, my, I'm sorry. My, my government issued test came in, so I'll check. Um, <laughs> No, but we were, uh, he's just as animated as she is, and one of my favorite sermon, uh, I, I guess some would call it a blunder, but I, I think it was a win all the way, right, is uh, he was up there, and he was all like, whenever you were out there in the world, and this is whenever it's like you know, the climax of the message, right, you're up there, you were out there in the world, uh, 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 shaking it, uh, shaking it for everything, shaking things that you don't even have, and shaking it for the <laughs> devil, well, how much more should you shake it for Jesus? <laughs> oh, got lost in translation. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm just like looking white, eyes wide open. I'm like, hey, man, <laughs> shake it. <laughs> uh, Daniel, Daniel Walbrook, I think this was probably his last message that he ever done, in the, in, at least in, in the big church. The title of his message was, if um, Jesus, if Jesus can use an ass, he can use you too. <laughs> I'm glad I didn't drink to that. <laughs> that. That's one of those I can't get past. Once you say that, I'm like, oh, I'm sorry. What, what did you say? <laughs> what, what, what was your What was your message about? Uh, yeah. So, but I'm pretty sure that was his last opportunity. <laughs> I haven't seen him, but there since. Oh, Pastor had one. Pastor had one a few years ago. Whenever he was talking about Bathsheba, he's got tongue tied, you know, because the Bible says that Bathsheba was a woman of unusual beauty, and he got tongue tied with her. He said, oh, yeah. yeah, you remember oh, that? Yeah. She was a woman of unusual booty. <laughs> <laughs> Like, I get it. I, I see it. I both of them. She, she had both of them. Baby, got back. You know. I forgot about that. That was so funny. Oh, it, it, man. That's them, that's them, it embarrassed them so bad. Oh, you yeah, tried to recover, but it was hard. Yeah. Like, how do you? No, you just lean into that, baby. You just lean into it. You just go with it. Man, I actually had some people that one of my first sermons as a as a youth pastor. I'm actually preaching in the in the main service that night. And the pastor told me later I did something that I didn't even realize. Because I, I remember the point I made. I said, you know, God does not does not condone premarital sex. But I'm standing off to the side of the podium, and I needed to go back to my notes to see what else I was going to say. But the look on my face was like, is that really what it says? <laughs> <laughs> I wrote that. <laughs> and he told me, he goes, he said, that look on your face was priceless. Like, you know, God does not condone uh, immoral sex. 
What? Huh? <laughs> <laughs> can I, can I get, give me a second? Let me, check. <laughs> let me, show, let me double check. But I just, <laughs> we were in a, a marriage conference one time, and uh, they were they were taking questions from the uh, the audience, and one of the questions come in, and uh, he, the lady said, "Is it okay for for us to have oral sex?" And uh, the pastor was just like, "Well." The Bible really doesn't say anything about it, but I condone it. <laughs> I was just like, all right, Pastor. We're going to need a disclaimer on this episode. <laughs> yeah. Uh, brown chicken, brown cow. I mean, you know. Yeah, it is what it is. I, I remember back in the day, all new like preachers that were coming out of the youth, you know, serving under Pastor Mark, he would take us to the Star Hope. And uh, it's really kind of intimidating because you're going there and you've only preached a couple messages anyways, right? Because this is where you're breaking in. You're breaking in on the, you know, the less fortunate and stuff. So he takes you down there and you, you drive in and the gate opens. You drive in and it shuts behind you. And then you go in. The lady lets you in. And then she locks that door. You know, and then you walk a little bit, you know, then they lock that door behind you and they lock that. It's, it's almost like going to jail. Yeah. Like they're locking everything. <clears throat> and then they put you in this room with about 150 homeless guys. And then they lock that door. Right. And then she she disappears. You're like, OK, we in here, you know. So I'm over there, you know, preaching my little heart out. I, I, I don't know much about what I'm saying. And, you know, I'm, I'm just trying to get through this thing. And then about 20 minutes in, so the thing about it is they can't eat or get a bed until they hear the word, mm. right? So they bring these guys in every night. <clears throat> every night you hear a word, you eat, and you get a bed. And so I'm about 20 minutes in, and this old, old black guy stands up in the back. Hurry up, Pastor! I'm hungry! <laughs> I'm just like, and uh, anybody want to get saved, amen. We should just like close that sucker out. That was done. I was just like, I didn't know where to go from there. No, They're it. serving casserole. Hurry up. <laughs> I actually have a, have a, have a, a drunk man story. All right. I like drunk people. So I had been, it's, it's one of those things where <laughs> you're praying, you're praying, and then afterwards you're like, did I pray for the right thing? So I was praying for opportunities to minister. Yeah. <clears throat> and this was, I was a youth pastor. Actually, I was a youth pastor at a Spanish Spanish church. We had Friday night services. So I'm, I'm a- You was youth pastor at a Spanish church? Yes. Like speaking Spanish church? Yes. Mm. Now the youth group was not, the youth group was bilingual. Oh, that's, that's a plus. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> But what was what was crazy? I'm, I'm up in the office area or whatever upstairs praying and say, "Young God, I really want some opportunities to minister to people, just just to talk to them." Well, I, lo- I did not know what was waiting for me downstairs. <laughs> so I, wa- I walk downstairs and there's this homeless guy sitting there in the very back, and I said, "You know, I introduce myself. I say, Hi, how are you?" And and he's oh, just kind of you know, and 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 I went ahead and signaled for the the group to go ahead and start. Now. They are, let's just say, this music is so loud, okay? We're not going to get on the, the issue of the <laughs> volume of music. But it was like us before. Just not enough, it was, definitely not enough trouble, yeah, right? It was, it was like us before the drum cage. Oh, okay. On, on oh, second yeah. service. Very loud. So it was very loud, and I'm trying to talk to him. And, <laughs> 80 plus decibels. Yeah. <laughs> and he's, and he's, you know, he's trying to, I'm trying to understand him, and, and he wants to take my hand. He, no, mm. he was already three sheets of the wind. He stunk. 
I was like, you know what? I'm not going to be rude. Okay. I don't know what that weird looking yellow thing is on his hand. Um, Cause it was like he had dye or something on his hand, like, like a highlighter busted on his hands. Weed. And <laughs> that or urine. Um, <clears throat> and I was just like, okay. And I'm, I'm taking his hand because he insisted on taking my hand, and and he and I keep he's mumbling something. He keeps just saying, "But but we're gonna work it out together. We're gonna work it out together." And I'm like, well, "What are we? What are we gonna work out together?" And finally, there's a lull in the song, and I finally hear what he tells me. He says, "You know, uh, God's gonna give us a ministry, and we're gonna we're gonna work it out together." And I pulled my hand back, and I said, uh, "No, God, God's not gonna do that." And he said, yes, yes, he is. And he goes on to tell me, see, God's not in your heart. He's in your hands and he's in your feet. I said, oh, that's interesting. Where do you find that? Where I'm Because I'm going to find that scripture. And, you know, he just keeps, keeps mumbling, it's okay. You know, I'm, I'm going to be there with you. I'm going to be there with you to build the church. And I said, you know what? I, I really don't receive what you're saying. And and I'm, I'm looking at my watch. I've got to preach soon. Because I'm, I'm either going to have to walk away from this guy or something, and he and I and I said I just don't receive what you're saying. He goes, <laughs> God sent me here to talk to you. <laughs> if you don't receive what I'm trying to say, you know how long I've been looking for you. <laughs> you're a hard man to find. <laughs> <laughs> I said, I'm sorry, I just don't receive what you're telling me. And all of a sudden he goes, You're right. You're right. You're good. <laughs> oh, you're good. You're good. And he gets and walks out. Well, then I immediately I hear, Brother Stephen, you ready to preach? Oh, I guess I am now. Wow. That's tough one. Then later at the end, at the end, this guy goes, you may see my Bible. I left it back here. Oh. He walked out. I thought it was his Bible. He walked out with one of the teenager's Bibles. Oh. So I said, um, no, I think Boxcar Willie took that with him. <laughs> Boxcar Willie. I was preaching one time for, for Crux. <laughs> and I'm preaching. And, I, you know, back in those days, I could go in hard. You know, I'm just like, everybody's going to hell. You know, Amen, Amen. Preach it, if you, preach it. Yeah, I mean, if you ain't got everything right, you better watch out. Amen. You, when you burn wake up, yeah, we, let them burn. Get, everybody go, everybody. I like the match. And, uh, <laughs> you know, so I'm going in, and uh, <clears throat> this guy, he's been in the, in the church for a while, and uh, he stands up and he starts screaming, "Liar, <laughs> liar!" <laughs> and I'm just like. It threw me off at first. So, I, you know, by this time I've been preaching for a few years. I just keep going. And then next thing I know, I see Pastor Onufo and one of his guys go over there and they start like tussling with this dude, like trying to get him out of the back door. Homeboy's not leaving. You know, he's just like, no, yeah. staying here. Thug life. Yeah, thug life. And they, they took this dude and he went out dragging his heels all the <laughs> way to the door. <laughs> they weren't playing. Like, why would you like, like do that at Crux? You know, you're not the baddest dude in the room, no, I promise no, you. No, no, absolutely yeah. not. Yeah, another, here's a rock star story for you. Last one. Yeah, okay, <laughs> last one. Almost two hours in. Oh, no. All right. Rock I'm, star. Still, okay. I'm still on page one. <laughs> yeah, he's still on the first but, paragraph. But a few years ago, I was working in Conroe, and fun, funny story, uh, uh, both at one time, uh, Steve and I, we both worked in Conroe, and not in the same place, but uh, we would see each other sometimes there yeah. in the uh, local watering hole. Well, that sounds like a bar. It's not a bar. <laughs> Mexican restaurant. <laughs> Mexican restaurant. 
where they didn't have forty dollars fajitas. Yeah, oh, man, that's where I need to go. <laughs> anyway, we were. Um, I was in Conroe, and then uh, this was a few years ago. And then I get a call from Pastor, and he says, "Well, you ready for some bad news?" I said, uh, "Yeah, I guess." You know uh, what happened? It's like, well, a guy came in, you know, and. Uh, First, we thought everything was okay. He was just praying. This was during office hours. It wasn't, the, you know, just within the week, just during office hours. He went in there praying. He had something on his chest, so we let him go. Then he's in there, and they're calling me, and they're saying, hey, uh, this guy's just cursing out God right there in the sanctuary, you know. Rah, 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 rah. And uh, y'all seen the video. I haven't seen the video. I think you saw the video. But, uh yeah, anyway, so he tells me, uh, so yeah, he goes in, does that, and he just decides he wants to go on stage. Got hot. It got real hot. Yeah. It got real hot, so he decided to strip ah. uh, <laughs> d- down to down to the birthday suit. Mm-hmm. And this guy was probably, at that time, he was probably uh, 300 plus. Yeah, 350. Nice 350. <laughs> nice, a nice, nice. 350. <laughs> <laughs> must Solid. have been like 6'8 or something. <laughs> nah, nah, this dude was like 4'11, man. And he was on drugs. Uh, yeah. You know, if y'all don't know John, he works at the church. Homeboy is strong. Mm. Like, str- real strong. And he tossed John around like he was a rag doll. Mm. Threw John over the table, crushed the table, and then Pastor thought he was going to get involved. Mm-hmm. That didn't go well for him either. <laughs> yes. So they had a, they had a, in the, while the guy's naked. Uh, I don't know if the tussle happened before or after the guy was naked. I don't remember. I, I, it would have had to happen before for me. <laughs> like, oh, no, we ain't fighting. No, no, we ain't. no. Well, that's not the rock star part. So he goes and he says, uh, Pastor tells me, and I'm here with already with my jaw just on the floor like, Wow, that's a y'all had a very you know eventful afternoon, and he said, "Well, he decided he wanted to go and play your drums, (laughs) 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 but but naked. That's not naked. As naked, yeah, Yeah. but naked. He's up to something. Yeah, and he's up there. Was he good? Well, I don't know. I didn't hear <laughs> Chances are probably not. But, yeah, he's playing this. <laughs> but then he said he decided that he just wanted to uh, play it really loud and bash on the thing, and mm. and then uh, and then he decided to Godzilla the drum set, and that's mm. he just just flinging toms yeah. around everywhere. Whoa. If you look now, if you look now on the top of the kick drum, there's this gigantic uh, 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 black smudge that looks like it was that. That's from that, mm. right? Okay. So so he just. He tossed that thing, and he and then he decided that he wanted to get on top of the baby grand butt naked. Oh yeah, stand on top yeah. of the grand. Your yeah. grandpa was there, and he saw him from the other side of the sanctuary. He said, "Get down from there, you idiot!" <laughs> yeah, was he like like trying, trying to relive a lounge act? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> All of me. <laughs> so that or the Island Boy song. Yeah. <laughs> and then, I, uh, so Pastor's telling me all this stuff, and, and at, at the end, I'm like, Pastor, I mean, truth be told I ain't even mad you know <laughs> I told him that's, that's the most rock star thing <laughs> that those drums have ever done wait so how did it end police oh, police came okay. yeah, them, fa- yeah but it, was, it wasn't even nice like the first police guy was just like alright nah call him for backup <laughs> you know that's probably yeah we need to get the EMTs over here and yeah. take care of this <laughs> and silly church people some, and then somebody got somebody actually left the church because we had to file a restraining order on yeah. them and they're like you guys are not holy yeah he's at Andrew Willis's church now <laughs> <laughs> like, for real he is 
<laughs> well, th- there's no better place to be. Yeah, yeah. He's, yeah. He, he's used to dealing with the unusual. Now, did yeah. you burn that stool? No, so we didn't burn that. The following service, once we set all that back up and everything, um, you know, we wiped everything down, not the seat, right? But uh, we, we wiped everything not down. The seat. And your dad, James, was the one that he was the one that played after you know following that that incident. And then they told him, and then he's like, "Oh." <laughs> It's so much funnier. It's him. He's the guy. Like if you yeah. burp around him, he's like, "Ah, oh, what are you doing?" Like that guy, you know. So and, yeah, he, oh, he, that's he, funny. He sat on some some cheek juice. That's oh funny. man, that's funny, <laughs> brother Steve. Good. Thanks for stopping by, man. We oh. had a good time. Always a good time when you when hanging out with you. We need to we need to hang out some more. Yeah, I uh, think you've got a few stories. Yeah, you got a few, <laughs> yeah, you got a few stories. You have to bring you back. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, for part two. But uh, thanks for coming out, and we'll see you next oh, time. My pleasure, guys. And we love you. This is the Refuge Project.